We are on page 15 of the Marmachimus booklet. And we get into a very interesting machlekes in the Achrenim about the application of Minag to a specific case, and we can derive some very important fundamental Yisaitis in the halachas of Minag. So let's see it inside. We start with the Ketzeis HaChreshen. This is the first Ketzeis HaChreshen in Shin Lamed Aleph in Hilchus Schiris Poelim. Siv Katan Aleph. So the Ketzeis HaChreshen quotes the Chumas Hadeshen. Because of the Chumas Hadeshen, Simon Shin Chav Gimel, Zele Shenei. Ruvain, Sachar, Es Shimin, Avor Azara, Zehuvim, Sheelech Loi, Limdina, Plenis, Elevi. Ruvain is the employer. He hires Shimon to be his shliach. He makes up he's going to pay him 10 zehuvim, 10 gold pieces, that he's going to go to a certain city to Levi. He gave him over some papers to deliver. And the deal was he's going to, it's going to be a three-week trip. He's going to go and come back after three weeks. Before Shimon had left on this shlichus, Ruven himself had his own affairs to attend, though he wasn't around. When Shimon was about to embark on his journey, he told people in the local city that Reuven hired me for these ten gold pieces. I was intending to also be reimbursed in addition to the wages, to the salary, I was intending to be reimbursed for my travel expenses. So I expect from him, I expect that he will be reimbursing me for my travel expenses in addition to the wages that he paid me. And then after giving this, uh, this, this statement to the other people, he went and he did his shlichus, now that he comes back, he's demanding the travel expenses from his employer. Heishev Ruvain Ruvain responded, I had no intention of paying you for your travel expenses. The reason I paid you the 10 gold coins in the first place, the reason I set such a high salary, if not for that, I wouldn't have paid you such a high price. And Shimon says, well, the custom is that everyone who hires people to deliver things for them, the local custom is that the wages that are cut out for the people making deliveries never include travel expenses. So it's true, you paid me a higher wage than everybody else, but the custom is that whatever salary you say, that does not include travel expenses. Travel expenses are counted separately, and therefore I appreciate the high wages, but I still expect you to reimburse me for my travel expenses. Hadinami, who is the halacha like? So the true translation paskins as follows. Chuva, Yira, the Hadinim Ruvein. Appears to me that the halacha is like Ruvein, like the employer, that he does not have to pay him his travel expenses. Because his logic is correct. His reasoning is sound. The higher wages prove that the extra wages are to cover the travel expenses. Shimon agrees that this was an overpriced, overpriced job had it not been including the travel expenses. So even though Ruven agrees that usually travel expenses are counted separately, still over here we should say that the added expense, the higher wages, that proves that we do not follow the custom over here. Instead, we the higher wages are intended to say that we're not going to go with the local custom. Instead, you are going to pay your own travel expenses and I just paid you the higher salary. That was the claim of the Truma Sadash. So the problem is, and let's skip over 
to where the Ketais begins with Tmila and Milsa, to the beginning of the next paragraph. And the Ketais asks from our very own Gemara that we started off the whole sugya of Minog, already incorporated the idea of higher wages, and the Gemara said clearly that you do not change from the custom, even though he paid him more. In fact, the Ketais said, Tmila and Milsa, it's appelled to me. It's clear in the beginning of the Parakapoyalim, the seventh paragraph. And if you're in a place of employment that the minig is not to come early or leave, stay late, even if he added to their wages, the employer cannot say, that I, the reason I gave you more was so that you'll give me more work. We don't make the claim. Well, you see, the higher wages proves that we're not going to be following the local custom. So it's clear in the Gemara. And the same thing with the next case of the Mishnah, it says that if the Minig was to provide food, you have to give them food. Even if you give them more food, it's not going, more money, it's not going to cover that they have to pay their own food. The Ketos brings another Raya. Normally the sharecropper would get a Peace. We get to share in the fruits of that were attached to the field that he was sharecropping. So the Gemara says, Everyone would give the sharecropper a third. He gave it to him that he only has to pay a quarter and he gets to keep 75% for himself. So, you would say that the owner the reason I gave you this field. I gave you such a high percentage, you get to keep 75% for yourself instead of the regular 66 that people get, is so that you should not get to keep any chilek in the trees. No, just the fact that you gave him more does not entitle you to go against the common custom, which was to share in the field, to share in the fruits that grow in that field. Anytime the Language does not contradict what the specific uh, minute was. We don't say the dumb, the price can change from what he we, they originally said. Just the difference in price does not work against a established custom. Even though we will use dumb against the rave, if the guy paid more, then we'll say that even though the majority. Do a certain thing, but if I paid you more, that means I'm not from the majority. It means I'm from the minority. Dalmadim will work against the roiv. Loy mahani negets daminik. It does not work against the minik. How do we know daminik adif? Minik we find is stronger than roiv. Delezlin basiru loitzi moment. We'll never use a majority to be moitzi moment from a mukzik. Vilu bestaminik. But if there is an established custom, delezlin basiru loitzi moment, then you can even force the person to give out to shell out money if there's an established custom. Vim daite einal derech minik. If you're gonna, if this person who hired the shliach was intending not to follow the local custom, he should have clarified it. He should have stipulated clearly beforehand. Like it says over there in the beginning of the parak, so same thing when it comes to travel expenses. If the established custom is that everyone who hires a shliach pays their travel expenses in addition to the salary, if the established custom is to pay the travel expenses, then we do not say that the higher wages justify not paying the travel expenses. He remains with the question against the Shumas Adeshin, how could he say that the higher wages prove that we should not follow the Minig 
when we, the Gemara clearly says that a higher wage is not an excuse not to follow minig, rather the minig will prevail despite the higher salary, the minig will prevail. So we don't say dumb medium, so that's Ksaitz's kasha. So moving to the next Maramakam is the Nesivus HaMishpat. This is actually in Shun Lamed Beis, but he addresses the same true Sedashin, and he says that the true, that the Ksaitz's kasha is an excellent question. And he, he agrees that it's really a pal in Shun Sedashin. This is in Shun Lamed Beis of Karn Aleph in the Biurim of the Nesivus HaMishpat. So he brings that true Sedashin, and he quotes also the Ksaitz HaChayshin, that he asked on the after from Argamora that said that even though you gave more money, still the custom will prevail and we don't say that the domim, that the price difference will tell you that the against that you're going against the minute. It's a good question. So the Sivas Mishpat offers an alternative. Over here, the scenario, the way it was presented, even the worker agrees that they were not setting up this contract based on the way it's normally done. Because everyone else, they would pay the travel expenses before the guy actually left. The way the Chumash session worded it was that normally they pay the travel expenses up front. Over here, since they did not, at the time of payment, which is before he left, he did not tell him, and where's my travel expenses? So, they're both agreeing that they did not follow the regular custom. That's why the Trimazdashan is tining, that's why the Trimazdashan is, is conceding that the difference in salary will be, will be kaveya, that we don't follow the minik. So, here we get the aside that the Nesivas is telling us, even though just the difference in price will not be enough to say that we go against the local customs, but if we both agree there was something in the way the contract was set up and the way the deal was set up that we clearly were not following the local customs, so now already we just unraveled the whole basis for pegging the transaction against the local custom, and now already just everything is up in question, anything that was clearly changed and that will affect other areas of the agreement, so now you can no longer fall back on the minok. So that's why over here, when he hired him and gave him a higher wage, and he didn't pay the travel expenses up front, so you see they weren't following the local customs, so therefore he can claim that the higher wages were in order to include the travel expenses. So now every time we're dealing with a minok, we have to take into account, is this really the same case as a local custom? It wants to find deviations from the local custom, so then it presents the argument, well, maybe you see we're not following local custom, so maybe in this it was also different, and that's going to be up to the parties or the dianum to figure out, is this a regular case that goes follows the regular parameters of custom, or do we say this was changed enough that the regular customs don't apply, and that's a common scenario. Interestingly, Shevet Alevi, just to conclude, if you look in the Lesser Ian, the Lesser Ian on page 20 and 21, he he doesn't understand the Ketzeis and the Nesivus' question in the first place, because he says that over here, they're not claiming against the Minik. The employer who's saying my higher wages was to include your travel expenses is not going against the Minik. On the contrary, he's saying, I agree the Minik is to pay travel expenses, and the higher wage was your travel expenses. He's not saying that it was instead of the travel expenses. He's saying it was already covered in the higher wage. I'm paying your travel expenses, and that was covered within the higher wage. That shouldn't be considered in the first place to be going against the Minik, and therefore he who says the Trumas Dashin would be correct. So that's another thing the Dayana would need to figure out in each case of a dispute over a Minig 
is that perhaps the minig was already taken into account and was covered by doing some other things, and that actually is a way of accomplishing the minig, and that's something to consider. And that brings us to the end of this segment of Minig B'Moment.